Hello, hello, and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. It's Chantelle here. Hey, Nats. Hey, how are you? I mean, <laughs> I've been better, like the weather, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, definitely in the same boat. Yeah, and I had to be conscious to say, I'm all right, because, you know, we be giving standard answers, but let's remember um, our last episode, self-care, looking after ourselves, Mm. which also includes, or first and foremost, acknowledging how we feel. So I'm okay like the weather. And if you're listening from the UK, the weather's not okay. (laughs) The weather's not okay. The weather is glum. It's not giving good vibes. Um... Yeah, I'm very much in a similar space, but um, we have something important or interesting, important and interesting to talk about, don't we? We do, we do. So um, I'm having a really good time with our episode flow this year. Um, And today we are coming with the first Let's Talk About It of the year. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been a while. Genuinely, the encyclopedia cannot remember the last time we spoke about a current affair. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing about... Well, your brain, your brain is on point. So if you can't remember, I'm going to take it that it's been a hot minute since. It's been a hot minute, yeah. Um, and of course, we had to come today to discuss mm. our queen, our auntie, Angela Bassett. Definitely, 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 definitely. I think, you know... We can discuss it, but I just think as an overall, as an overall point, um, it's just not what we expected. It's just not what we wanted. So we should just kind of like, first and foremost, acknowledge that we're not happy. Um, So, hey, auntie, we love you. Exactly. So I'm taking a step back. We've recently had the Oscars or Academy Awards as it's called, and Angela Bassett was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Wakanda Forever. Um, And she did bits in that role. Considering that was an action film, um, she actually killed it. Chantal and I went to see it, and we were like, wow, the acting is not what I would have expected for a Marvel film. It was given range, passion, elegance, regal. It was just a different level. It was, but to be fair with you, it was the level that we have come to expect from Angela Bassett, right? It was. And in terms of storyline and just like reading the reviews in terms of what it meant for black women in terms of the representation of a matriarch and mm-hmm. yeah. her selflessness. And at times it was confusing and even sometimes annoying at how much she was willing to protect another outside of her own. Mm, But that's who we be, right? Um, So outside of it being an action film, outside of it being Black Panther, you know, the conversations were also around the role of a woman in a family. And Mm -hmm. she, she always, always represents that with such heart and passion. Definitely. She definitely delivered. So obviously when we heard that she'd been nominated for Best Supporting Actress, um, it was something that was to be celebrated, but not necessarily a shock and a surprise, because how could they not acknowledge her? Bearing in mind, as you reminded me before we started recording, this is the first time an actor in a Marvel film has been nominated for an Academy Award or an Oscar. So that just goes to show the levels. Um, 
but she didn't get it. She did not get it. Um, the person that won was Jamie Lee Curtis, who was starring in, I think it's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I've seen yeah. that film and it is a very, very good film. And it did a it did a sweep at the Academy Awards because it was such a good film. But I think the thing that bugged me the most that I wanted to talk about was just the pressure um, on Angela to, to congratulate Jamie Lee Curtis for winning the award that she wanted. And a lot of people have been talking about this, a lot of accounts that I follow, a lot of articles, about just in general the pressure on us as Black women to, to lose gracefully, hmm. <laughs> to, to, to not express human emotion, to not be allowed to express um, disappointment, to not effectively allowed to be human, if that makes sense, I feel. Because a lot of the complaints were that, you know, when the camera went onto her face, she wasn't like whooping and hollering for Jamie Lee Curtis. She was clearly disappointed. She was clearly sad. And um, I just thought that, that pressure and calling like Angela Bassett a sore loser and things like that, I thought that was a bit, that was a bit wild because it's like, surely she worked hard. She's been in the industry from, we've been teenagers. I'm not putting our business out on the street in terms of our age, but I've grown up with her on my TV and this is the second time that she's been nominated for Academy Award that she hasn't won. And so I thought it was pretty wild that people expected her not to, to be human. I don't know. How do you feel about it? You know, every time, any topic we talk about, I always have to like question, reflect the question back to myself. Is this about race? And yes. then and then really come back to like, why is this important to black women, especially for our platform? Yeah. And when I was looking through the the tweets, yeah. first and foremost, I feel like at least the ones that are highlighted in the media, there is a clear racial divide in terms of the commentary yeah, on absolutely. her response. Absolutely. And so you know, if you take like any of the popular tabloid papers, I won't name them, I don't really read them, but just in prep for this episode, when you look at the tweets, the icons, the people who are criticising her and saying she should have been a better sport, she's Mm. an actress, she could have acted just this once more, the icons are white. And the people who are saying, allow her to be human, she deserved her flowers, are tend to be black typically so there's a racial divide in this commentary around her response I'll I'll start there but to your point human first even you know I'm not the sort of person that's gonna say oh it's it's never about race or remove race but I doubt I can't vouch for it, but I doubt she didn't congratulate Jamie Lee Curtis in in the musings and the networking and the milling afterwards. But in that moment, in that moment, when you want your name to be heard, and let's not forget that there is such an underrepresentation in these spaces, Mm. in that to be a Black woman that's even nominated is far and few between. Absolutely. So when you are nominated, it's not it's not a given that, like, next year will be my chance, the year true. after will be my chance. That is true. I never thought of that. And yeah. she's, she's in her big age. Respectfully, she's 64. Yeah. yeah. The last time she was up, I think they're saying it's 30 years ago, if I can remember mm-hmm. correctly, yeah. 
So on top of the disappointment of, and remember this, this movie is also really iconic for the black culture. Yeah. So we're not going to have many of those again. We're not going to have many in terms of what it meant for the heart and um, the, what you call it? The, the, di- the oh. diaspora in terms of the co- what it meant for the, the diaspora, but also also for Chadwick, you yeah, know that, that whole the whole story behind it, the reality behind it, and then her age, how many opportunities? She's disappointed. Yeah, she's dis she's disappointed. Like I'm so, I'm sorry if when you receive bad news, immediately you're not smiling, and I hate the fact that people are not taken that the two can coexist because mm-hmm. please do not ever take this conversation. And you said, you know, everything everywhere all at once was a good film. At no point am I saying that Jamie Lee Curtis also does not deserve that. At no point am I not saying that I'm not happy for her or the movie. The two emotions can exist at Absolutely. the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, the, the, the thing that I resonated most with it's just the pressure to not express your full human range of emotion. Because I think there is an expectation on us just to take what we're given. And I think behind a lot of the rhetoric about she should have been a good sport does come to this idea of, you know, was a nomination not enough for you? <laughs> like, I know no one would dare to say it, but it's like you're a black woman and you've been nominated. There's only a few of you here. So even if you don't win it, why are you... Do you know what I mean? Why are you so pressed? And I think, like you have said before, there were so many things just in alignment in terms of how iconic this project was, the film was, the background, the fact that she could have just, you know, been in a superhero film and done the bare minimum. And again and again, she brings it time and time again. And it's really sad not to see her, to get her flowers. And I think for me, one of the things that, frustrates me and makes me makes me tired is the idea that you can never just look at something like you say and just take it for what it is so there are all kind of like comments about you know why didn't Angela Bassett win I know you are not talking about the the quality of Jamie Lee Curtis's performance and I don't really feel like as that's not our area not our industry any opinion we have in terms of what is going through the minds of the people that are nominating and voting Academy Awards, we won't know. But separately, I, I kind of do wonder, like, sometimes when we don't win, can we can never really sit there and think, oh, this is nothing to do with my race. Because you just never know, because you don't know what the process is and you don't know what, what the categorization is. And I think the response in terms of, you know, she should just be a good sport. To me, underlying in that is a racism in the sense of, you know, you should just be happy you got nominated because who really starts want, wanting to win a race and then is happy when they come second, third or last? Like right. everyone on that track is is planning to win or else why are we doing what we're doing? And mm. when you are performing at the level Angela Bassett is performing again and again and again, bearing in mind she has had a career that has spanned before our lifetimes, to me, it just felt like why, you know, is it is it ever enough? Basically, is it is it ever yeah. enough? So I'm I'm just reading um I'm reading a tweet, right? And it says, if you're silent about your pain, they'll kill you and say that you enjoyed it. it yeah, Angela was snubbed yeah. again. 
Black women are regularly overlooked, underpaid, devalued, disrespected and ignored. Tonight, that pain was palatable. Yeah, I agree. And I agree 100 percent. And I yeah. And I, and I think as well, the thing that bugs me the most is that especially getting to the stage I'm in my career and in my life is a consistent white gatekeepers. Yeah. That appear in every industry. If you appears, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a teacher, if you're an actress, there are always gatekeepers that we as black women just have to be palatable to we in order to to get to where we want to get to. And it's like even when you you know do a go above and beyond, it's still not enough. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just that. It's just that with everything that we've said, it's more than it's more than a loss. It's more than I didn't win the award this time. And I think that's what people we are failing yeah. to acknowledge because I say people, you know, but I don't think, I don't think it's people because I, I don't think I haven't been on Twitter because I'm trying to do like a, a tiny social media break. But the, the things that I've seen from black women and the, the articles I've read in the snippets. Like black people seem to to very much get it. So when we say people, right, what yeah. are we talking about? Well, that's 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 what I was going to say to because yeah. you said you know it's it's highly unlikely that like when a white woman loses, she's ever thinking, oh, it's because I'm white, mm-hmm. and and that's the bit that's overlooked. That's the bit that. The, you know the media and the commentators not necessarily our our peers um just fail to recognize that it's it's always about race Joe. it's never meritocratic and i think that's what i find it is it's not that it's never meritocratic it's that there's no categorical proof that it is always meritocratic yeah. um and i think you know we we had oscars oscars so white less than 2 years ago right and so I do, I am of a view that, you know, you don't get to a point in two, three years where you turn around and you have a, a radical change in how you make make decisions about who's nominated and also separately about who wins. And I do feel like when, I didn't watch the Oscars because I, I just didn't, I was sleeping. But when you look at it and I just woke up, I saw Angela Bassett didn't win. I just didn't become, I, w- I just lost complete interest. Because to me, it's just reinforcing a narrative that we've grown up with is that we're never really going to be treated fairly and we're never going to get our, we're never going to be given our flowers. And I just think it was just sad to see that. But then the backlash for me was even more disappointing. I think one thing that it would it was nice to highlight was that there was some acknowledgement even during the ceremony that she was hurting. And I think that was when Michael B. Jordan my soon-to-be first husband and Jonathan Major, my soon-to-be second husband. Um, <laughs> Green, <laughs> sorry, Nara. To, to speak it into existence. No, I'm joking. But when they kind of acknowledged, you know, saying, hey, auntie, we love you. Like they acknowledged what she was feeling. That was such a beautiful oh, moment, especially from two young black men mm-hmm. um, yeah. respectfully to, to their elder peer because... What can I say? Like, only us, only us in the culture, like even talking about it, it just really, really fills my heart. And that's the sort of solidarity that you need in that moment. And sometimes, sometimes 
solidarity isn't the speak up piece against mm. the, the the cogs and the wheels and the system. Mm. It's it's being there for that person that needs you immediately. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and visually and vocally. Yes, vis- that's what I was visually and vocally, not the the tap on the shoulder afterwards secretly. And that was so warming for us as a people to see. Like you didn't need to say anything else. <laughs> in that moment absolutely not and we always we always gun for black men not protecting us so you, I'll give you, you a the words out my mouth <laughs> and you know the thing is is like that was the moment you know before I said I hadn't watched it I've watched that video like 50 that five second video like 50 times which is easy to do because only five seconds but it, it was just so beautiful to me to see one that they actually got it and that, that they said some they actually said something so I think that if there's anything that can come out of this that is positive, if we're actually just scraping the bottom of the barrel um, for positivity, that acknowledgement mm. and just holding space for her in that moment was yeah. the most important thing. And they probably obviously knew she was upset and disappointed because they knew her personally. So for me, I, I can say I was very, very proud of them. Even though I don't know them, I was very, very proud. And I was, it was like a bomb. For her, I feel, to have that acknowledgement in front of everyone. But, I mean, there are questions to ask about what we're going to do about these gatekeepers. And, you know, a lot of people will turn around and be like, oh, that's why you shouldn't care about the awards. That's why you shouldn't care about the Grammy. That's why you shouldn't care about the Oscars. We need to create our own systems. But the reality is, is that we still operate in a system where these accolades that are given out by mostly white institutions are seen as the highest accolades and this just doesn't appear in media like music and film and acting, but it also appears across all the, you know, the genres of where people are given awards in all industries. If it's medical, if it's legal, if it's journalism, it, it's across all all of them. So then it just wonders, like, how do we how do we sustain ourselves when we're in an environment where we always need to go to people who do not have our best interests at heart in order to be put on? If that even makes like you get what I'm trying to say, but not say it does. And but but the reason why I'm struggling to respond is yeah. because I'm right now. I don't know if it's my mood, but I'm only met with pessimism. Yes, yeah, in that, yeah, in that, yeah. it just shouts that our stories are not important, yeah. and it doesn't matter how much we work hard to fight for representation, to do a good job at it, yeah. at whatever it is we're doing, whether it's music, film, art, law, that at the end of the day, because the because the other conversation that's happening alongside um, this award series is Woman King wasn't represented, Till wasn't oh, yeah. represented. There's a number of films that... Tell um, stories, yeah. That, yeah, that tell black stories that never make it there and in the grand scheme of things even though we are the global majority Mm. whilst it never really feels like that living in the UK it's like at the end of the day to the gatekeepers what they see as important what they see as visually or acoustically appeasing is it, it just feels so far away from it being us Us. all the time and I hate being 
negative and pessimistic on the pod, but especially on the pod. But that's the reality that I met with here. It's like, and so what do you do? Like, because these are people's careers. These are people's talents. These, these are people's lives. And it's like, you can't say, well, then don't take part. Because that's your calling. It's your calling to act. It's your calling to sing. It's your calling to play. But to not be recognised amongst all contributors to your field. And it's only when it suits. It actually, nah, man, I'm going to get vexed because it's only when it suits. Because when you think about sport, yeah, yeah, these people are happy to have black people representing them on the pitch, on the track and winning for them. Yeah, but I feel like sports is different because at the end of the day with sports, it's very, um, it's very much like, you know, it's the person who crosses the line first. So it's not meritocratic. It might not be meritocratic in relation to sponsorship and corporate sponsorship, promotion and things like that. But if you win gold, you win gold. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Now, yeah, if you had, you could say, you could look at someone like um, Shellyan and say that um, if she was, um, if she was white and consistently winning and she was from the US, in terms of like the sponsorship deal she'd be doing, it will be next level. You can look at someone. But, but even that. Let me, let me learn, baby girl. Oh, but even oh, you, can, you compare like Serena Williams and the, some of the sponsorship deals she gets to some of the sponsorship deals her white counterparts who have not won anywhere near what she's won get. And so I, I feel, I get what you're saying in terms of like you'll pick us because you want the United States to win gold or something like that. I get it. But I, I feel like it's harder to deny people because if I win the meet and I qualify, the rules are the rules. You might be able to Your get... Your point me. is true, yeah. but it still stands. You choose, you're win. making yeah. a choice of who you want to win in that instance because yeah. it works yeah, for separately, you. Separately, I feel like it's where, where there's less ambiguity in terms of like who is the best. Whereas when it comes to acting, it's people's opinions and people's opinions are never going to be objective. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Whereas yeah. some, yeah. So I agree with you 110%, but then I say the elements where they do have control and they exert that control, then we see disadvantages. It might not be on yeah. the pitch, but it might be in the media coverage. It might be in the sponsorship. Yeah. Deal. Look at what Serena's had to go through. Yeah. It's because she's been, you know, being compared to a man, being called a beast because she's the best of the best. But, you know, if she wins the tennis match, she wins and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing you can do You can do about that, but you're going to try and make her life difficult in all other aspects. I mean, she faced the same conversation, didn't she, being a sore loser? We always saw, <laughs> you're not allowed to lose sorely. Imagine if you're working twice as hard and you're still losing and it's not fair, of course you're going to be a sore loser. What's this thing about you need to be... I, I think if 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 um, Angela Bassett would have been like, yeah, you know, F Janie Lee Curtis, she that bitch can't act, sorry to swear, or you know, this didn't she That's didn't different. do any of that. All she did was just be sad. Like I can't believe, like it's not even like they've got they've got reports of her being rude to media. She didn't storm out. Yeah, she, she didn't win. She then sat there for the whole um, ceremony, and because she didn't, and remember. They just captured that moment because 
I mean, I didn't watch the awards either, but she stayed for the whole ceremony. I'm pretty sure she smiled and had a good time in, in part. Yeah. But that is the bit that they want to focus on. That's the moment that that just keeps showing over and over again. And it's like I just I just think it's just the emotional labor they expect they expect us they expect yeah. us to do. They expect us to these institutions expect us to take it at face value that race has no um aspect in their selection process. We know that's not true. Race has no aspect in their their award process. We we know these things are not are not true. And then when mm. we go in they want us to be super happy about it. And to be fair, we can look at that performance and I, and we can see that it was phenomenal, even as people who are not media, film and television professionals. But at the end of the day, I think what, what these media outlets and what people who are not in our shoes don't realise is this is things that are happening to us from our childhood. Like, remember, um, I don't say remember, but in, in Grown, the book that I wrote um, for Black Girls Book Club, I talked about being six years old and being discriminated against in a ballet class, mm. me and the other black girl and the other Asian girl constantly being put at the back. The teacher never really teaching us because she had her favorite white students at the front. Now, Angela Bassett's a big woman to us, 64, you said. So imagine 58 years of that before you even mm. get to this business. You're just having it in your day-to-day life, in your education, in your yeah. school, in your schooling, just you know, living your life. And then even when you have done gone above and beyond and been and given a level of excellence in your club in your craft consistently you're still snubbed along with other professionals that have been snubbed like I'm I'm here I'm here for if they want to refer to it as a lack of grace I'm here for it and I and I actually encourage everybody to not clap when you don't want to clap because because it it also reinforces the strong black woman narrative that you you'll keep taking crud and crud and be like yes massa and if anyone actually cares for the conversation and takes this moment to then look at why not the what Angela Bassett did but the why behind Mm -hmm. it and then care a little bit more to start to deal with the institutional racism mm. that black women, black, black people, people have to live through, yeah. then fair enough. So I'm here for it. Don't clap if you don't want to clap. You don't have to be strong. I was just saying the other day on a panel mm. um, where I cried the first time I didn't get um, a, a promotion for senior leadership at school. Yeah. And I, re- I distinctly reaction. remember my line manager being shocked that I was upset or maybe shocked that I had shown emotion my upset in that way and it's like I am going to show that I'm upset and actually I was definitely less graceful than Angela because <laughs> it means shit to me yeah, it, it means does, yeah. to me and 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 I think you know in in looking after ourselves you have to you we have to acknowledge that yeah. even in that pain you then have to, at some point, the next day or the next week, get up and decide to work that hard all over again, again yeah. with no guarantee that you're going to get the outcome that you desire. It is, I could insert an expletive, it's hard. Yeah, it's true. Because that's the thing, it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, do you continue to try or do you give up? 
And then there'll be the conversation. If you give up, you're just disappointing yourself. But it's like, you know what? I'm frigging tired. Yeah, I win. I'm frigging tired. <laughs> and I'm just trying to do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not getting what I deserve. That sounds very long and stressful to me. But, um, you know, I think it's just good for us just to acknowledge that, you know, this doesn't just happen to people trying to win Grammys, trying to win Oscars. It, it happens to black women in their everyday lives. It's just that this is an opportunity where it's happened as an example for all of us to see and all of us to relate to. Because mm. I definitely, I haven't obviously been up for an Academy Award, but I definitely related to, you know, being passed over just in my own personal career journey. And I'm sure many other people can. And I'm going to say it, and hopefully no one slates me, but I watched everything everywhere all at once. I absolutely love that film. I do not think Jamie Lee Curtis's performance, even compared to Angela Bassett's performance in Wakanda Forever. That's just my opinion. Don't care. I just don't think they're not in the same lane. I'm very happy for Jamie Lee Curtis for her own biz, whatever, but I'm sorry. There's just no, there, no, 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 no way. I'm not going to do a tolls and start singing, but it, it just make it make sense. Like, but again, when you have these systems that we don't, we're not entitled to understand how decisions are being, make, being made, we're always going to end up short. But that's that's all I had to say on it. And if you're a black woman and you've list, list, you're, you're listening and you've been, you've experienced something similar, all I can do is like give you encouragement. But my encouragement would be to just sit in your feelings. Yeah. And don't feel like you have to the next day brush it off, wake up, go back and be fighting fierce. Like literally, yeah. it's okay for you to be upset, to be angry, to not be gracious, to take a day off work. You don't have to play, play, strong, yeah. play, play, gracious. You can just be human and have a human emotion. And us as black women, are, we're entitled to the full range of emotions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I will take that as a positive note to, to wrap up on for real, for real. Um it's always it's always good to sit down and, and have a little now with you, especially on on things that are just happening in our everyday world yeah. as they are happening. So I do love a let's talk about it and that. So thank you, thank you. Um and we encourage as always, our listeners to join the conversation, keep the conversation going and share it via our social media at BWW Podcast UK using the same hashtag. You can find us on LinkedIn, Black Women Working. Mm-hmm. We have a website, three W's, blackwomenworking.com. And for a more personal touch, you can email us on blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. Um, as always, thanking our listeners for their engagement Absolutely. this year. We've definitely started Q1 on a high. Yeah. Um, and I just hope like the working on the working on me in 2023 yeah. is working out for all of us so far. But be kind to yourself, man. Absolutely. And remember, please like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you have any feedback, please let us know. But that is it from us. Um, and if you've yeah. got any comments, any points that you think that we missed, um, please comment on Insta. Please interact with our posts on social because we'd love to keep the conversation going. And that is a wrap. It's a wrap. Till next time, Max. Bye. Ciao.